We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Big news. The Almanac is officially back. The most exhaustive and comprehensive guide to the 2023-24 college basketball season is available for pre-order now. If you go to cbbalmanac.com, link is in the description below, you can pre-order for just $15.99 or 20% off the sticker price. The format is going to be a little bit different this season. Instead of an 850-page PDF, you'll be getting access to the full site with league-by-league PDFs available for download. The preview will be live on September 20th, so you have until then to be able to get your pre-orders in. So for insight for all 362 Division I teams from their head coaches and the experts that cover them, make sure you hit that link. The Field of 68's off-season grades series rages on, and today, Jeff, we're talking about a top Five preseason team in the country, the Michigan State Spartans. Different approach to this offseason than about 99% of programs in college basketball, but it's an approach that has worked for Tom Izzo time and time again. On their way out of the Spartan program is Joey Hauser and Pierre Brooks, and that is it. Everybody else is back, including A.J. Hogard, Tyson Walker, Jaden Akins, all three of those guards. Along with them, Malik Hall, Jackson Kohler, Mati Sissoko, and Carson Cooper. They need one of those three to step up in the front court. And an incredible, talented freshman class, Xavier Booker, Jeremy Fears, Cohen Carr, and Garrick Normand. All four of those guys bring something different to the table. Booker flirted with uh, top five ratings in this class before falling a little bit late. Jeremy Fears, Cohen Carr have been late risers. There's a lot to like with this team on paper, Jeff. I don't know that they solved the front court issue, though. What do you make of this Spartan roster heading into next year? Yeah, I'm with you. Like, like that trio to me of Suzoko, Kohler, and, and Cooper is solid, right? They're all different. That's the beauty of it. They're all different. And I just think it's Izzo being loyal, right? I mean, he probably could have went in the portal and got a better big, I guess, if he had run off Cooper and... I don't know if they're going to run off Suzoko, but, you know, um, like, again, what they have is cohesion. What they have is continuity. And so many teams are dealing, especially early in the season, with a completely revamped roster 
and trying to figure things out, role allocation, everything like that. Um, the beauty for Izzo is he knows what he has for the most part in, in his top guys. Um, you've got a backcourt that has taken their lumps for a couple of years. I mean, remember Tyson Walker was atrocious the first year when he transferred from Northeastern. A.J. Hogar wasn't very good when he first came in. They they both kind of developed into all-league-ish type guys right now. And, and one of the better backcourts. In, Jay Nakin shot the hell out of it. He wasn't even healthy last year. Like, I can't wait. I think he he's their highest upside guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you bring back Malik Hall, who's solid. He's he's dealing with a little bit of an injury in the offseason, but he's solid. And you got your three-man, three-headed big man uh, that, again, I don't love. And you're not relying on any of these freshmen, which is good because you don't want to be relying on Xavier Booker. You don't want to be relying. He well, he's just an he's an upside guy. I'm not saying like like I don't like Xavier Booker. I'm saying like Xavier Booker, please, please, please be in no rush. Like honestly, look at Khalil Ware, right? Yeah. Look at Khalil Ware and what happened with him. And I actually like the fact that Khalil Ware, who started Oregon, was a top ten player. Um, didn't do much at Oregon, didn't decide to go pro after the year. He decided to stay in college. Now he transferred. I would have rather him sit it out, you know, with Dan Altman play another year in that system and see what he can do. But Booker probably is similar in some ways, right? Ton of upside, ton of potential, probably won't give you a ton of production this year. And honestly, Tom Izzo probably doesn't need to play more than 10 minutes a game. Now he'll need to, to keep him to retain him for more than a year. And then you got Fears, who's awesome as a as a floor leader. But again, how much is his Fears going to play this year? How much can he? Unless somebody gets hurt, unless Hogarth gets hurt, Fears isn't playing more than 10, 12 minutes a game. Right. Yeah. The nice thing, which I think you spoke to right here, is that they could literally play this freshman class 10 combined minutes next year. And we know what the team is. It's still a good team. It's a competitive team. It's a team that uh, was in the Sweet 16 last year and a backdoor alley-oop from Marquise Noel away from the Elite Eight. And potentially more when you look at who they would have played in the Elite Eight. Now, the the problem for me is I think this is an issue we run into with uh, a lot of teams across the country as media people when we try to do our off-season rankings and content around you know, what, what is this roster going to look like? We often, I think, over-exaggerate teams that were not great basketball teams the year before that bring everybody back. No, look no further than the number one team in the country last year. They, at least preseason, North Carolina. They made a March run that was pretty unheard of, but they were a mediocre team all season long. They were ranked first in the country, and they ended up not even in the NIT, declining an NIT bid. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen to Michigan State. But what I am saying is that in the Malik Hall, A.J. Hogard era, this Michigan State team has lost 13 games every single season. This is the same core that has been around for all three of those seasons. And I love the freshman class. That's why I think there is a jump. But if you're going to sell me on, well, the freshman class doesn't need to do much, I would push back hard on this being a top five team in the country then because I'm not sure where, like, like you said, Jay Nakins is awesome. I think he's the highest upside guy too, but I don't see that helping the team when he's still playing next to Hogarth and Walker. Like I don't see the role opportunity there, if that makes sense. See, yeah, I think the 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 one guy again, Booker, that gives him something different. I just don't know if Fears how Fears is going to get minutes. Like Booker could if he somehow 
you know, plays hard, plays tough because he's got all the ability in the world, right? He, we know he's got the potential. If Izzo can find a way to to throw Booker in there enough early so he becomes a real factor late, mm-hmm. then it's a different team. Then it's a different team. I don't know how Fears does that. I, I just don't – I don't know how you give Fears enough minutes. And I don't know if his upside is worth, again, like, you know – I'm with you though. I am with you where like, yeah, it's not like a, I mean, how many pros are on this team? How many pros? One. Booker. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you, you hope Cohen Carr gets there. Yeah. I mean, again, Cohen Carr is probably not going to play this year. Not a whole Oh, lot. I think he's going to play a lot. I really do. do. I do. So I, I, this is why I think Michigan state will be a very different team at the end of the year than they are at the beginning of the year Izzo is going to lean to his vets as he always does. We're going to see the revolving door at center early. We're going to see Malik Hall playing 25 minutes, even if he's still a little hobbled coming off the injury, that's fine. Um, we saw down the stretch of last season when Michigan state really did start to play some good basketball late Izzo really leaned in to the small ball look and Malik Hall was struggling even as he leaned into that small ball look. I think we're going to see that again this year. I just think on paper that Booker and Carr both might be better options in that look than Malik Hall from what we saw at the end of last season. Now, you can't replace his veteran voice in that locker room. He's but I don't know if you need it. I, I'm, like, like, you're almost talking me out of the fact that you wanted Malik Hall back in a way. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like, honestly, because you don't need all these veterans with lower ceilings. Right. You need a stud there. You need a, a, a pro or, or, you know, Malik calls a nice player. Well, you've got nice players right now. You've got a, a nice backcourt that's older that, that again has gotten, you know, progressively better. Not, not to where again, you know, I mean, Tyson Walker, listen, Tyson Walker could be a first team all league guy. 100%. Yeah. I think he is on paper to be honest with you, but the nice thing is with Booker and Carr, these guys we're talking about who are wild cards in the front court, they're not going to be asked to do much. Now, you okay. you have to do what the Michigan State program asks of you, which is a lot, don't get me wrong, but if either one of these guys can just get out on the break, catch a lob, and be passable defensively, it's not going to take much to overtake that trio at center. Uh, so I would keep an eye on that as you evaluate Michigan State as the season goes. Who is your X factor for this group? We've spoken to multiple on this call. If you had to pick one, who would the X factor be? Our partner for today's episode is Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 during the college basketball season, and I loved the impact that it had on my energy levels. I'm a big coffee in the morning guy. But by the time that the afternoon would hit, I needed another boost. AG1 helped me tremendously, especially on those days when I didn't want to get up off the couch and go hit the gym. Their tagline is AG1 is comprehensive health and the power of habit in one. And man, that could not be more true. It's nearly impossible to eat and drink in a healthy manner in the month of February and the month of March when you are in my business. And AG1 was exactly the supplement that I needed to improve my gut health and cover my nutritional bases for the day. I've continued that into April. I've continued that into May, and I'm going to continue that the rest of the summer. All I have to do is mix a scoop of AG1 with some water or maybe add it into a smoothie and I'm ready to go. Do it after lunch and you'll be ready to go for the rest of the day. If a comprehensive solution 
solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com backslash field68. That's field68, F-I-E-L-D, the number six, the number eight, and you can get yours now. So check it out and help support this show. Thanks. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. I mean, I, I think it's just like the, the, well, I don't know. It's a good question, really. I mean, as much as I want to say Booker, it's like an X factor, but I just don't see Xavier Booker being like a dude at mm-hmm. the end of the year. I, I see him being more of a tease this year who has his moment. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to go Booker. I guess I will go Akins for me. Akins is that guy because if Akins is really good and stays healthy, there's no reason he can't lead this team in scoring. And that includes Tyson Walker. Wow. I, I think he, yeah, I think he could be right there with Tyson. I think you could have both of those guys averaging, you know, 16 a game, 17, 16, 17 a game. That gives you another dude that you can just give the ball to and say, hey, go make a play. Yeah. I I wouldn't be shocked by that at all. I love Jaden Akins. Um, in fact, I was advocating early in the offseason that I almost would like a departure in the backcourt, not to name a name, but it, it would have been fun to see Akins in a larger role this season. Uh, I, I'm going to go the easy answer here. I think Xavier Booker is the X factor. If he's starting the third week of March, then I'm going to buy this team big time come postseason. If it's still Mati Sissoko, 
then I'm a little terrified of what that presents. What's the expectation? This team, uh, according to everyone, is a half a step behind Purdue heading into this season. What do you expect from Michigan State? Can they catch Purdue both nationally and in the conference? I mean, it's a Final Four. That's what the expectation is. A lot of years for Tom Izzo and Michigan State. To me, it's it's battling for a Big Ten title, regular season title, and and doing what Izzo's teams have done, you know, time and time again, which is get to a Final Four. Um, this team actually, we we talk about a lot of years he overachieves. I I don't know if this year getting there would be overachieving. I think he's got the experience, which which works. He's got good guard play, he's got good leadership, and he's got enough talent now. Yeah. I agree. Uh, this is a program that measures itself pretty much solely by success in March. I will say I did see a video of their first day in the weight room this offseason, Jeff, and the Final Four logo in Phoenix was plastered everywhere in there. So they know what the goal what was, is. What was Xavier Booker benching? <laughs> I, will not I, speak, I will not speak to that. There are a couple of guys that look a little smaller than I thought they might from this freshman class. No comment. Let's give them an official grade, Jeff. I'm the notorious harsh grader here. Uh, I, I'm going to beat you to this. I'm giving them an A. Jeff, this is one of the rosiest grades I've given a school. It could have been an A plus. I think even if it's not a star, if they would have gone and gotten somebody that you know what you're getting from at the center spot here, I'd feel better about this roster. But we knew Tom Izzo wasn't going to do that under the confines of how Tom Izzo runs his program. This was as good of an offseason as you could have possibly had. Yeah, I, I think I would agree with you. I would agree with you for the most part. I'd give him maybe an A minus. Uh, only because uh, Izzo didn't take Matt Ishbia's money and turn it into, uh, you know, a huge portal addition. I don't care who it is. Like, go get Hunter Dickinson from Michigan to Michigan State or something. Then this thing is over. Offer yeah. Hunter a million and a half, and, and and it's game over for Michigan State this year. Uh, but, yeah, I give him an A- minus because he retained everybody. You know, he retained everybody he wanted to retain. And, honestly, you know, you look at Kansas um, – and they lost some some dudes when they got some additions in the portal. Well, Michigan State kept pretty much everybody other than Hauser of note, and all those freshmen still stuck with their letter of intent. So I thought that was important. So you got to give me either an A or an A minus. I'll give them the A minus. Yeah, can't go lower than that. And folks, that is the first time I've given a higher grade than my co-host on these shows. Impressive stuff. I'm going to take a victory lap after this one. For Jeff Goodman, my name is Greg Waddell, and we'll see you next time on the Field of 68's Offseason Grades.